Do you love where you live? Do you love where you live? Do you love? When the sun sets, when it rises again. Do you love where you live? It is time to talk trash with people who are not afraid of your rubbish. And to kick off another new year on the Anderson Observer Podcast, News from People You Trust for January 6, 2016. It has been a great week in Anderson, everybody. The Christmas decorations are being boxed up for the season. The big tree on the square is coming down. School's back in session, and New Year's resolutions are energizing some people and depressing others here in this first week of January. New Year brings a few things that people need to know about. If you live on the lake, you're going to probably know already you got that letter. You can't irrigate your gardens and lawns with lake water anymore. And so that one's already taken effect. Uh, if you haven't paid your property taxes on your home, you have another week to take care of that. And ice skating down at Carolina Wren Park is going on for about two more weeks. So if you hadn't hit the ice or skated either one, if you've been down there, you probably hit the ice and skated. You still have time to do that. January is also going to bring the demolition of the Bales Woolworth building, which will be taken down with a giant claw leaving the basement. And a fence will go up around that site. And that fence will be divided into sections for area schools to draw, paint, and create what they think should rise from that site. You know, Anderson County Administrator Rusty Burns said to, uh, to us last week that um, whatever is built, he'd like to see an observation deck on the top of the building that they build with a 360-degree view of Anderson. Um, I know I have run into a number of folks uh, talking about memories of the Bales building and eating at Woolworths and shopping at Woolworths downtown. And it has been very interesting to see how many comments. I posted something on Facebook and got about 50 comments on people. The number one thing, obviously, on the Bales building was the, was the escalator. Uh, people love to go. That was a very fast escalator, if you, if you don't remember that. The escalator was so fast, in fact, much faster than ones you'll see now in, in buildings that I ran into uh, Anderson uh, businessman Sterling Dunlap. Many of you know him. He said he worked at the Bales building, and he actually had to kind of catch some of the women coming off the top of the escalator because they'd come flying off the top of the escalator. And then on the third floor, help some of the people down because it was going fast and it sort of scared a lot of the customers. But that escalator seems to be the endearing memory more people posted than anything else of, of the Bales building. And, of course, the Woolworths next door, their lunch counter and many of the things there that people spent time at. But anyway, that building is coming down January 18th, just the minute after the ice skating rink closes, the Bales and Woolworth building are coming down. Also in January, the museum's having their winter gala to talk about some of their new exhibits coming up and celebrate part of the International Festival. We'll talk more about that on next week's podcast. Uh, Electric City Playhouse is kicking off that Anderson International Festival this coming Saturday with a cheese and wine event followed by the movie Roman Holiday. Chamber's having a breakfast Thursday morning with the legislative delegation to talk about the upcoming year in the budget, and they'll take questions from folks there. That'll be at Tucker's at 7.30 a.m. And the folks who run the Hall of Fame at McDuffie, the old McDuffie High School, are looking for nominations for the McDuffie Athletic Hall of Fame for 2016. But the big news this week is something that uh, we really like to hear and like to see and we've always encouraged here. Anderson County citizens saw a problem, contacted her local officials, and the result is an Anderson County Trash Forum Thursday night at High Praises Church of God on Midway Road because that's sort of the area that's being affected the Anderson native Sarah Crocker didn't like the mounting piles of trash being tossed around near her home off Midway Road, so she contacted her county council member, Cindy Wilson, and they helped put together the forum, which will include the administrator, Rusty Burns, Councilman Francis Crowder, whose district's part of this area, uh, officials from the solid waste folks in Anderson County, and South Carolina Representative Ann Thayer. I have known Sarah a long time and had a chance to sit down and talk to her about why she decided to get involved on this issue. Okay, I'm talking to Sarah Crocker, and we're talking about the big Anderson County Litter. I'm calling it a forum, but we've called it a couple other things, I guess. And it's Thursday of this week. Thursday of this week. And we've got officials from the state, the county, got all sorts of local folks involved. I know it's in Cindy Wilson's district, so she's going to be there. And I think the administrator, Rusty Burns, is going to be there. The folks from environmental control are going to be there. I was told Francis Crowder is also supposed to be there. Right, and they are supposed to be there as a state rep. Yes. And... Sarah, you're not an elected official. Nope. <laughs> Tell them what you do. Uh, okay. I am a lecturer at Clemson University in the Communication Studies Department, and I'm also born and raised in Anderson, so I'm just invested in the community. And um, Used to teach at Anderson College Right, University. used to teach at Anderson yeah. University, also yeah. a graduate of there, graduate of Clemson. Right. So what, why, what got you involved now? This, the area we're talking about is up Midway Road. Right. 
over to kind of towards Williamson. It's kind of part of Anderson. It's an odd place. If you know Anderson, you know Midway Road. There are places on Midway Road that have a Belton address Which, that uh, are not house, Belton. Right. My house has a Belton address. Okay. I could walk to Teal Hannah. Right. Right. <laughs> Comfortably. So it is an so, odd. Right. Odd. But that that area. What you just moved there? Is that okay? Well, I grew up. In Hampton Acres, okay, which yeah. is near Country Place Absolutely. and Rivendale and uh, Horseshoe Bend. So right. I grew up in Hampton Acres. We moved out of Hampton Acres into the city when I was in high school. Uh, Hampton Acres was a neighborhood of my childhood. Uh, played outside, you know, a glorious place, a great place to grow up. And I remember one of my favorite things about it was that it was pristine countryside. I mean, there were horses in our backyard. Basically, they weren't our horses, but butted up to our property so I could look at horses, trees, countryscape, just a gorgeous place to live and to play and to grow up as a child. So uh, we moved out of there 2003, 2004, and into the city. Long story short, I grew up, got married, had a baby, and we moved back to Hampton Acres. There was a house for sale. Oh, and uh, so we moved cool. back. Right, it is kind of like completing. Do you remember who lived in the house you were? <laughs> I do. The, the Lasots. Okay. The Lasots lived in that house. Um, and played across the street, Tommy Siegler's trampoline. Tommy Siegler works at the county. Yep. Um, so it's kind of like my daughter's having the same childhood I had. And uh, so this was this past July of 15 when we moved out there. And one thing that I noticed that was so different is the amount of litter on the roads. And I thought, I never noticed this as a child. There's so much of it that living out there for years, I would have noticed this as a child and a preteen and a teenager. And now what I remembered being this beautiful area is, is still beautiful, but it's marred with all of this trash. And it seems like since July, it's, it's, there's more and more and more, and it's not, nobody's picking it up. It's not getting any better. And so one day I just, I was driving down Midway, headed up toward the four-way where Midway Presbyterian is, and it looked as if someone had taken their entire contents of their trash cans, uh, plural, and just spread it along the side of the road. And I thought, all right, what are we going to do? Are we going to wait till this is knee-deep to, to address this issue? What's going on here? So I went back home after I did my errands for the day and decided to call Miss Wilson, Cindy Wilson, because she's my rep now. And she said, I'm so glad you called. This has been bugging me, bothering me for... She's been talking about litter a long time. A long time. And she said, and I need constituents to back me up. And so I told her, I said, well, I'm willing to do what I can do. I can't myself get out there and pick it all up and, and fix it, uh, but I'm willing to do what you need me to do. I'm willing to get out there and pick some up, but I can't do it forever. And there are certain segments of Midway Road that people speed down 60, 70 I live on Midway Road, so yeah, I've, been, so I've, been there almost 30, I've been there 30 years, basically. Yeah, okay. I've watched it grow and the same, some of the same things you're talking about, and people speeding to you. Right. Of course, the speed limit out there started at like 55, and it went to 50, then to 45. Now it's 40. Mm -hmm. They keep lowering and lowering and lowering it. So. Hoping they'll slow down. And you know it's very curvy in it some is. areas. So, and, and a lot of the place, a, a lot of the places where the trash are, there's kind of, you know, there's a swamp near across from the back entrance of Rivendell. Right. And so the, the road kind of slopes off to the side and into a ditch. And without some sort of traffic enforcement or somebody there to, to alert the cars that there are people on the road, it's just not safe to be out there on your right. own picking up trash. Um, and it, it just bothered me because my daughter's only four now, but eventually she's going to say, mom, why is there so much trash on the road? You know, trash doesn't belong on the road. Cause I, you know, that's the one thing you teach your children. You don't throw trash on the road. You put trash in a trash can and I'm just, you know, what am I going to tell her? Well, people throw their trash out. Yeah, they do. She'll have to learn that. And I'll have to teach her not to do that. But I do think it's a problem that needs to be addressed. And I also thought not only is it environmental, I talked to Cindy Wilson and, you know, she's involved with um, horses and mm -hmm. there are a lot of people out in, in the Midway, Williamson, Belton area that have uh, livestock. And she mentioned, and this never occurred to me because I don't have any experience with livestock or horses, that the trash blows into the pastures and that's unsafe for the animals you know, to consume anything that's not their food product. And that's, so that's something, that's an environmental concern. And then an economic concern. Midway is kind of, unfortunately, a thoroughfare somewhat now for people coming in um, to the county or into downtown Anderson. And well, certainly a lot of people, it's just a heavily populated area for people building houses and living out there. Right. I mean, you know, and just, if people are thinking about moving here 
and the real estate agents are showing around. One of the first places they take them is North Anderson, that area, mm-hmm. up Midway right. Road, where all the development has been over the last 20 years, I guess. And the District 5 schools, you know, there's right. more of those out there. And um, and Miss Wilson thinks that there's some correlation between the schools and the and the increase in the volume of trash. And she's probably on to something. It just brings more people to the area. And, um, you know, high schoolers will be high schoolers. And so that's why... Well, and Hannah had... A- more successful football season, so more people would have been coming to games than they did in the past. If that is most of the trash, like fast food stuff, are people actually throwing their own like bags of garbage out, or do we? Okay, both. Um, the most of it, most of it is uh, beer cans, beer bottles, and paper cups. And I can tell you cups. from personal experience. My daughter, when she was at Midway. Now she's in high school. Now, but I used to walk her back and forth to school mm-hmm. in the afternoon, not in the morning. You get run over in the morning, yeah. but in the afternoon, I'd walk her home from school. And we would, without fail, there would be beer cans and mostly beer cans. Now, a few paper cups and things, but more beer cans than anything down um, Crestview, uh, Oak Hill Drive there, and then all along with it. But especially those little side roads, it seems like they get on the side road where they think nobody's looking and they just start tossing beer cans out. Sometimes entire, you know, like 12 packs or something have been thrown out on the side of the road. And what does that imply? That we have a, we also have yeah. a drinking and driving problem. You know, in, days, in, in years gone by, and I know there's still, the county's grown so fast, but, you know, there used to be a, a loader enforcement officer named Jimmy Jackson who would actually get out and go through bags of trash and find addresses and go to their house. Yeah. Oh, well, we need that. Yeah. <laughs> it was very aggressive. So we, um, Ann Thayer and Cindy Wilson and I have been passing some flyers out and said, Area into neighborhoods in that area with our advertising. Now, the Ann forum. still lives out that way. They, live in, Ann lives they in still Anson live out in Anson Road. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. So I've actually had some people email me in response to in response to us passing the flyers out, which is I'm glad people are reading them and, and taking note. But uh, one gentleman actually emailed me and said he lives in the Five Forks area and people are throwing their personal garbage on his property and he has uh, looked through it and called people and uh, ask them to please come and get their trash. But most of the time, of course, he has to pick it up and take it to the dump himself. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and But there, there are fines already in place for litter mm-hmm. in this county. I mean, it would be actually be a nice source of revenue if we could. If we can enforce that, yeah, yeah. or if we would actually. Now, we're a big county, though. That's the other problem we face. I mean, right. we're uh, a yeah. huge county in terms of square miles, one of the biggest in the state which is a challenge for the deputy system in terms of law enforcement. I know the county added one litter officer this year. That's what Ms. Wilson told so me. So that, that was a step in the right direction. She also told me that uh, they bought a, a vehicle, and you'll, you'd have to talk to her for the details, to help with litter pickup, and that the female trustees from the county, uh, Major Bryant is over that program, mm-hmm. are supposed to be for, from September um, this September of 2015 on is when they were approved to go. She said uniforms were purchased for them, and, and their, a little officer was hired and funded, and the litter vehicle was purchased so that they could be more aggressive right. about cleaning up. No one knows if that's happened. I don't, she said she hasn't been informed if that's happened yet. I've never mm-hmm. seen them out working. Also, then um, you got to prioritize where do they start picking up first. Where, right. right. Because, I mean, really, even up and down Clemson Boulevard, there's trash everywhere on Clemson Boulevard in, in the most busy and well, 81, I guess, is probably the priority first because it is sort of the gateway the to gateway, town. gateway, right. And Cindy said that. She said when they courted businesses and things like that. that Passed the new, new regulations on what kind of signage you could have and all kinds mm-hmm. of stuff coming down mm-hmm. through there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She said they have, when they were courting economic development for the area, had people, teams go out and clean up 81 when on the days leading up to the people arriving in the county. But that's why I think it's an economic issue. I mean, who wants to invest in a county that... Does it clean up? <laughs> well, we used to have Keep America Beautiful pretty, you know, a person in charge of that and more people working in that. Now we don't uh, in the county. That was, position was eliminated. Um, but you do still see this road is sponsored by so-and-so, even out on Midway. Right. And but I, are they still picking up? Well, I called Mid- Midway Presbyterian to try to recruit them because the, I noticed the closest to my house, which is the area that I see the most, and it's the trashiest between about... Um, about the, the four-way stop at High Praises Church and until you get up to Midway Presbyterian. It's, it's extremely That's tragic. very busy. And uh, I, so I called Midway Pres because I saw that they were the ones who had adopted that highway. You know, it's a small church. It is a small church. And so I spoke with their administrative assistant, and she said that they do, they do two cleanups a year. But one of the um, 
gentleman who headed that up has recently passed away. And, you know, it's a small church and most of them are older right. and they can't, without traffic enforcement safely, p pick up much of that trash. Or even twice a year. I mean, it's, it's a start. It's a start, than, yeah. And I know the, the other area at one point, I think, from the church down to Anderson University was, I think, the Anderson University baseball team or something. His name was on that sign, I believe. But I'd be curious to know how active the, most of those groups are. Well, if they're going to go to the, this expensive thing to put people's names on a sign and put mm -hmm. it up like that, you know. Mm -hmm. And so and they need to be either billed or held accountable for, for something. I mean, it's good to have that, you know, rush of enthusiasm. Yeah, we want to get out and help do this, but if you're not going to do it, then mm -hmm. please please let somebody who wants to do it right. do it. Because mm -hmm. I do think a lot of people think it's taken care of when they see that, too. Right. They think, well, a group, so this is a group that's already done this. They've got this on their radar. They're already doing it, so. So what are the goals of this uh, meeting Thursday? Thursday is at 630 at High Praises mm -hmm. uh, Church of God. Or you can't miss it. It's on the corner of, uh, of uh, Midway and... Um, Brazil? Is it Brazil? Well, Brazil, Brazil Roads, yeah. Brazil goes Just one way. Brazil goes one way and the other one... The other, I can't forget what I can the other way, but yeah. Um, so the purpose is to give county residents the tools and contacts to report trash and the trash offenders, you know, for those people who've had people dumping on their property. Um, arrange for the county and or the community to have a cleanup day. So there are a lot of people who are interested in addressing the problem, but of course you, know, you need to unite and do it together. Um, and to secure some traffic management from the county for whatever cleanup day we schedule. Uh, to put people are put organizations like Adopt a Highway and Keep America Beautiful programs in front of uh, the county residents and ultimately just to sort of maybe get this, hopefully get the ball rolling and get the county, to get the governments involved because this is, um, I think at this level where we're at now and maybe it will change in the future, but the, the volume of litter is just too much for a few involved citizens to, to Well, and I think the county has, has made great strides in that we now have convenience centers pretty much close to anywhere, wherever you live. You don't have to drive mm -hmm. very far. They're about to open the Townville, and that'll cover the whole county. So there are places you can take your trash. You there, there are. Now, the other thing that's happened, though, and this has been a, not just a, pro a problem here, Sarah, but it's been written about nationally, is a lot of businesses that once had trash cans out front because of cost of dumping their litter, moved them, got rid of them. So now when somebody comes out and they've got trash in their car, they just litter rather than trying to. But there are fewer trash cans now than there were 20 years ago. You, you not just casually you notice that. It used to be, you know, up and down any shopping center strip, any place, there'd be garbage cans. So if you look at the new bus stops that the county has, has installed, there's one uh, in front of Medicus in Hollow right. Creek, uh, not the county, the city. Um, so they put up a, a bus stop there. At, at the end of the day, there's just trash everywhere. No trash. There's can. no trash can. And now the city has a built-in uh, system. system to pick up litter, and they've got mm -hmm. A lot more litter folks, so it'd be, be nothing to them to have another trash can there. Have you mentioned anybody that anybody in the city? I have not, and I guess it's because I just moved out of the city, and right. I guess I was focusing more on my area. But uh, I, they do need the city needs some trash cans at those buses. Now, is the city going to be included in this at all, or are they anybody ask Terrence or anybody to come out? And you know, that's a good thought. That's a good it's idea. Probably not too late. No, it's not because it's, it's Thursday. So, uh, and sometimes if the citizen calls, you get a little more response than if, you mm -hmm. know another agency calls. Mm -hmm. so. And that's and probably, he's, that's he's, idea. The mayor's been very responsive to getting things done too. I mean, here in Anderson. So, uh, but yeah, that's that's another one that you're right. Those bus stops around there are there's no reason for them to be trashed up when you can put a little trash can right there and have it. But so the goal is just to start the ball rolling and get things moving in the right direction. Try to get more citizens involved, pickups and cleanups, and because um, really, if you had one a month, it would make a big difference. It the would. other thing is, I mean, I guess I need to ask somebody. I know you don't know this, but I wonder from a law enforcement standpoint. If me and you were, you and I were driving down Midway and the car in front of us threw garbage out, could we get their license tag and call the police? And well, hopefully the Anderson County Sheriff's Department can answer that question for yeah. us on Thursday. Uh, because I, I'm going to try to find out before that. Yeah, this podcast, because the so. very first uh, bullet point under purpose is to give county residents the tools and contact information they need to report trash. Right. So, And, you know, I've never actually seen anybody do that. I think, uh, although obviously they do. And I think the side roads that you're talking about are where a lot of them they don't want to be seen. They, People, be seen. they look around before right. they throw stuff out. But, and, and I guess there's this assumption that they're throwing it on the right of way, so they're not necessarily trashing up somebody's property, but they are. Yeah, it's, um, yeah, it's, you know, when I, I did live on Calhoun, and I would regularly have to go and pick up trash out of my front yard that people threw. Well, I'm on Midway, and I have to pick up trash out of my front yard. 
I live right across the Lenmar Circle. Okay. And I have to pick up trash out of my yard regularly. I mean, just, and it's beer cans and fast food stuff mostly. Right. And the uh, home counter thing from the independent, <laughs> uh-huh. you don't know, they've thrown out until it's rained on it three times then. There you go. <laughs> that's, that's trash. Yeah. I mean, that uh-huh. really is. You see a lot of those uh, smashed and wet on the roads because people need to be able to opt out of it. I mean, I mean it's, it's a good thing to have that local home counter, but if you don't want it, mm-hmm. you need to say, please stop throwing it in my driveway. You know? Right. Because right. that, is, that is trash. And then the, uh, Mrs. Wilson mentioned something about ordinances for signs. There are sign ordinances. There definitely are sign ordinances. As a matter of fact, they just passed a new one with the county. And, um, yeah, the county did pass. I'm kind of, we had got interrupted there. The county did pass a new sign ordinance last year that you can find people. That, and I'm still seeing those signs. And those are trash. Mm-hmm. The cardboard signs. Yeah, they look like Jethro Bodine from the Beverly Hillbillies yeah. wrote something. And some of them, just like, have three, a bedroom suit for sale, queen yeah. size, $200. Let me cut your grass. Or let me know. buy your house or yeah. something. But they're all like stenciled and not stenciled. This is like somebody took a it's marker Sharpie. Yeah. and doesn't, that doesn't write very well. <laughs> but yeah, that needs to be enforced as well. Cause I know I've noticed those signs have started popping up again. Uh, and with election season coming now, elections, they're legal during election season, but you have a very small window to get them down after the elections are over. But that's not the biggest problem. I mean, that is no, 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 part not. of the bigger picture, but that is not the biggest problem. The, the biggest problem is the, the beer bottles and the beer cans. Mm-hmm. And then uh, second would be the, the fast food trash. Um, just blows my mind. Why can't you save it till you get home and put it in your own trash can? Like, what harm is it doing in your floorboard? But, well, I'm a lot older than you. Back in the back in the day, people used to keep a little bag in their car to put trash in. These matter of fact, uh, dealerships and other places would advertise and would give them out. And you'd hang it from, in the old days, hang it from cigarette lighter thing. It would be a plastic bag, and you just take it out and throw it away when you got home. I mean, I don't know why people have stopped, you know. A gentleman emailed me in response to the in response to advertising for this forum, and he suggested, he said, I'm not one to raise taxes. I don't typically like raising taxes. He said, but what about a penny tax on, and I, you know, I'm not an elected official and I have no idea how to implement this, but he said, what about a penny tax on to-go cups and beer cans and beer bottles to mm-hmm. to fund um, the mess, to fund someone to, or not the mess, to fund the cleanup of the mess. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we tax the crap out of cigarettes. Uh, we, I, I'm not sure about the tax on alcohol, what it is. I have no idea. There is no, it's not as big in South Carolina. I mean, it's, it's bigger than tobacco here, but it's not. Mm-hmm. Um, so, well, I guess then I said we tax on cigarettes. I guess South Carolina doesn't. As one of the lowest one of the in the lowest, country. That's yeah. why people will, like, try to. There's a lot of people doing, like, charging with interstate racketeering, moving truckloads of cigarettes <laughs> to New York and stuff. Yeah, I mean, seriously, it's, it's very profitable for black market cigarettes. Well, when you're talking I mean, about people paying almost 10 bucks a pack in New York for premium brands. And, you know, you bring them from here. But the alcohol, the, the sin tax thing is I, have, I never have a problem address going there first because they're not things people need. Right. Um, I, I would even just say if you limited it, because you do see cigarette packs everywhere too. Mm-hmm. That's the other yeah. thing. And if they're the ones creating the problem, right. then let them pay for it. And you know, that a lot of places, I know Southern California passed another tax and the people throw California, but they, they found, they did a study over a period of two years in Southern California and 80% of the beach trash are cigarette butts. Mm-hmm. 80%. So, you know, first of all, they put a smoking, they chart, you know, they, they find people for smoking on the beach. That stuff helps some of it. But they put another tax on cigarettes to clean it up. And, and I do think people just flick that stuff out the window. And so if you did the sin tax thing first, yeah, I'm, I'm all for that. I mean, I'm, I would, I would be too. Because you're not taxing food and you're not taxing even cups and stuff. People shouldn't be throwing cups out, but cups, you don't ever know that. That's a little, I don't think there's as big a problem as the beer cans and no, the bottles and the. I mean, because not you see the actual beer cases too, where they're done with their beers and they throw the whole entire case right, out. Right, right. Um, and that is another—that's another question for another time. But people don't want to be seen with bottle open open container in the car, so they just throw it out on the road. Right, and I and I I don't think I hate to say taxing it and, and, and involving government is the only way to fix it, but it's not feasible to expect one or two litter officers to catch people. And there's the not no. They've got a lot of other things to watch out for, too. That's not their and, it is, and again, it's a huge county. We're really just talking about one little tiny slice of the pie mm-hmm. up yes, here. We we're not talking about the rest of the county. 
I know Mrs. Wilson hoped that if this was a success and the people in our area jumped on board, that it would spread. Because part of that is in, in, in uh, that you're talking about is in Francis Crowder's district right. as well. Mm -hmm. So this, both of their districts are, in, are directly involved in this meeting to start with. And who replaced uh, who replaced Moore? Um, uh, Cole. Okay, Cole. Because she had mentioned that he was quite interested in the Because he's kind of right on the too. edge of some of those two, mm -hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, maybe this is something the county council can really take seriously. Well, this will get it back on the agenda, and that's always really important because, you know, you pass something, then it takes a while to get implemented, and, um, you know, and, and just pragmatically, it is an election year, yeah. which is a good time to remind your, your uh, elected official that you're interested in this. I'm glad Ann's going to be out because it's you know, part of that she's got a session starting back up. She's got a lot of busy, busy schedule ahead to do this. But, well, you know, I think it's good when... People take the initiative. I mean, if you hadn't done this, it would have gone on another six months until you thought, you know, I should have done that back when I thought about it the first time. Exactly. Squeaky will get some grease. <laughs> well, I mean, but it's, it is, that's true, but it's also how government's supposed to work. Right. A citizen, a citizen sees a need, contacts their representative who says, hey, we're already working on this. I'm glad you mentioned that because we needed somebody to bring this back into the spotlight. And that's exactly. They've got so many things to do, somebody doesn't remind them. That's exactly what Ms. Wilson said. She said, I'm glad that you called. Uh, I need constituents to back me up on this. Um, should I read the, con uh, the, uh, the information one more time? Sure, you can read the information. All right, so this meeting is this Thursday, January the 7th, at 6.30 to 7.30 at High Praises Church of God. That's at 4506 Midway Road. Can't miss it. Can't miss it. Um, it has, it's a Williamson address, so 29697 if you plug it in your GPS. So just north of Hopewell and Brazil Roads, crossing Midway. Um, Ann Wilson, or excuse me, Cindy Wilson will be there, District 7 representative. Ann Thayer, District 9 South Carolina rep, will be there. The Anderson County Administrator, Rusty Burns. Anderson County Sheriff and Detention Center representatives. Anderson County Solid Waste Department and Environmental Control. Keep America Beautiful and Adopt a Highway reps, school districts one and five representatives, and other elected officials. Francis Francis Crowder for District One will also be there. And if you have any questions, you can email Ann at AJTHAY at charter.net. You can email uh, or you can just call me at 864 634 4825. Or you can call Miss Cindy Wilson at 261-3980. And if you missed any of that, all this, the stories in the Anderson Observer, just go to andersonobserver.com and you'll, you can find it there. And um, I hope this at least will be a start. You know, you start getting people together and bringing it back onto the agenda. And uh, we appreciate you doing this, Sarah. Yeah, thank you. Happy New thank Year. You. Maybe it'll be a cleaner New Year. Same to you. I hope so. Thanks. Well, that's another example of a citizen getting involved and seeing a need. And um, good work, Sarah. We appreciate what you're doing there. Uh, South Carolina was just listed as one of the top places to relocate in the country, and Anderson is one of the most progressive, fastest-growing parts of this state. So we need to be an example of others, just as we are in many of our other uh, assets of the county. We're, our emergency services is a model for not only the state but for the nation and some of our other things we're doing. So let's, let's lead the way in curbing litter as well. Uh, other than not littering and recycling, I was kind of confused about what the average citizen can do about the litter problem. So I went straight to the source, Anderson County Solid Waste Director Greg Smith and his Chief Litter Control Enforcement Officer, Sergeant Sandy Hayes. I'm Greg Smith. I'm the Anderson County Solid Waste Director over the County Convenience Centers, Star Sandy Landfill, Anderson Regional Recycling Murph, and also Environmental Enforcement. So you don't have a whole lot to do then? No, 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 no. I'm Sergeant Hayes with Anderson County Environmental Enforcement. I'm the sergeant over litter control. I have two under two officers under me right now. Okay. Well, great. Well, the reason we're uh, doing this today is, you know, we got the the um, trash forum coming up Thursday mm -hmm. out on at uh, High Praises Church. It's mm -hmm. going to be the county council is going to be there, and some citizens kind of asked them about that. And I wanted to kind of get a, a handle on, I know we added a little officer this year. Is that, is that right? Yes. Okay. And I guess that's been some, some helpful. I mean, it's been some help. Um, we, we could use more. We have such a huge county, <laughs> but you got the sheriff's office out there and you got highway patrol and you got DNR and they will all pull people over for littering. Right. Now, I'm not going to say they're going to pull people over for a cigarette, but you know, right. for littering, they will pull them over, but we can always use another officer. Well, the county is so big. I mean, trying to patrol, what's up? we got one of the biggest counties in the state in terms of just square miles. 
So, I mean, I know patrolling is difficult. Um, how big a problem is it getting to be? I mean, trash that y'all see, I mean. Uh, we, we still have a huge problem. Uh, you can see it down the streets that you ride, ride down and certain streets are of course worse than other ones. Uh, we hope to keep improving things by, of course, the county added a, a litter crew this year. So you got two litter crews out there picking up, but it would still probably take three to four to do an excellent, excellent job all the time. Uh, now, are we using prisoners? We are using inmates, yes. Okay. Has that started already? We already it is. Started it has. It. I know they approved the women, the right? Are they using women first, right? Or, or wasn't that approved too? Or is that... It was. Uh, I'm not sure. If they're doing what that. They're, they're going to make sure that two crews are running one way or the other. Gotcha. Whether it's female or male. Uh, but they, they will keep that running. And I talk with Major Bryant all the time and, right. you know, kind of seeing what areas they're hitting and... Oh, uh, and they're doing it kind of on an on-call basis. And I was going to ask you, how do they decide what areas to hit? Uh, basically, it's mostly due to, you know, who calls in first, uh, unless we have a major, major problem that Sergeant Hayes and his officers get a call that we, you know, illegal dumpings take a, a bigger priority. Right. Uh, I get phone calls myself, so uh, I will call them and, and Captain Ham directly and say, look, we've got an issue right here. Can you help us out with that? And they will drop what they're doing to go get those illegal dumpings because that's more of a serious situation and sometimes a, a very big hazard uh, that we need to, to take care of. Is that an ongoing problem, people just dumping? It is. Uh They'll go by the convenience center and they'll be closed and they'll just, instead of taking it back home, they'll dump it. TVs or furniture, they'll go by one that may not take those at that time. Mm -hmm. And instead of, I guess, using their money to spend in gas and their time is more important, they'd rather throw it on the side of the road. So we do get a pretty good bit of it. Well, let's talk about why they shouldn't do that in terms of the fines and the penalties and those kind of things. I mean... The max some, fine on the unlawful dumping or any of our county ordinances is a thousand ninety-two fifty. That's the max. Um, that could be anything from court costs. Once you go to court, the judge can reduce it down to fifty-five dollars. But the max right. fine is a thousand ninety-two fifty, and that's for anything from dumping, loss of load or littering, uh, uncovered load, uh, trash and yard where we failure to comply on a cleanup order, whatever that or whatever the charge is, it maxes $1,000. Well, I know you didn't make that law, but that doesn't sound like enough if somebody's really dumping a dump truck load full of stuff on somebody's property. I mean, that's pretty light fine, actually. And some, it, you can consider that a light fine, but most people ain't got $1,000. Right. You know. I just figured if somebody had a dump truck to haul their building junk out there and dump it on somebody's property, though. Well, depending on the circumstance, also, if we catch the person in the act. Right. We could actually confiscate the vehicle. Oh, okay. Now, we okay. have to go through a court procedures and all right. that stuff, but we could actually confiscate the vehicle, the trailer, if there's a bobcat there, whatever is involved in the dumping, we could confiscate. Do we catch many people? We catch more than what you we want. Mm -hmm. uh, unfortunately, the way the ordinances are, and this is state and everything, just because your name's in that trash, you know, everybody's got, is innocent until proven guilty. And just because your name's in that trash don't mean I can charge you. I still have to investigate it because did you dump that trash? Did your son dump the trash? Did you pay somebody to haul the trash for you and they dumped it? So I've tried my best to go after the person that dumped it. I got you. And a lot of times in the world we live in nowadays, little people drive up to your house, say, if I, hey, you give me $10, I'll haul your trash out. Right. You don't know them, but they'll pay them $10. They go down the road and throw the trash out on the side of the road. Now I can't, I can't, I ain't gonna charge you because you didn't dump it, but I'm gonna make you go clean the trash up. Right. So right. there is a consequence to it. That's good. But it's not the fine consequence. That's a lot of work though, tracking. That's detective work, tracking people down and going through. It is because you know we get an address, and is that an address that you live at now? Is it a friend's address that come to your house and visit? I mean, it's it's a lot of lead work. Well, we've got a lot of convenience centers. I think once Townville opens, we're pretty well covered in the county. I mean, once the new one opens up there, we've got. Pretty convenient. Yeah, I mean, they really are convenient almost anywhere you live. It's not a. They're generally within 15 minutes of where you live. Mm -hmm. uh, we're, we're all the way around the county. Uh, the sites, generally the, the, the major sites and the, and the bigger type sites take everything. And I mean, anywhere from any kind of recyclables to, you know, your trash, your furniture, your, your metal, that, that kind of thing. And uh, we feel like we provide a good service. All sites, except for a couple of them, are generally open 
Monday through Saturday from 8 o'clock till 6 o'clock. The slab town side is open a little bit later than that. And the King David side is open up to 7 o'clock that night. So to give somebody, in case they run a little bit later, they might have another opportunity to, to go dump there. And they, so, in the last few years, they've done a really good job of cleaning them up and having them easy to get in and out. And, um, it used mm -hmm. to be just a couple of big dumpsters you'd go in and, you know. It is, it is a lot easier, a lot safer. Yep. Uh, it keeps the traffic flow flowing through. And uh, and you mentioned town. Well, that is the next one that we want to get done as, as quick as possible. We're in the process of trying to purchase property for it uh, right there actually next to the site. So if that works out to be fine, that'd be great. That way people won't have to go any further down the road or anything. And we've done a pretty good job about keeping those located in the right kind of positions. Seems like a lot of the roadside trash is beer cans and beer bottles. It's, it is. Uh, basically what you see out there is exactly what you're saying. And, you know, I, I hear a lot of people, why does that happen? Well, of course, the open container law is part of that reason. Right. Uh, that's when we've seen a, a big shift from that. Also, you'll see, you know, cooks from fast food, fast food type restaurants, that kind of stuff. And right. It's not the restaurant's fault. It's not the store's fault that sold it. Right. It's the person that threw it out the window. Right. And it doesn't, you know, how many times you drink a drink and you drive to your house and you just throw a trash can when you get to the house? The stores, all that I have seen, all the stores, fast food restaurants, all that, furnish the right kind of receptacles for you if you do it at the store. Right. But a lot of people just buy it and they eat it going down the road and then, you know, and they wait till they get to the curb when nobody's watching, when they know he's not there, I'm not around, or you're not That's around. That's why the side roads get hit so hard. Mm -hmm. right? side, if you'll notice, like say side roads, curvy areas where they because if you're going to throw something out the window, mm -hmm. you're going to look in the rear view mirror. You're going to look in your side view mirrors, most people. They're going to be in a curvy spot where nobody can see you, and they're going to sling it out the window. Mm -hmm. I consider trying to catch somebody littering a split second. Right. Because literally, if I'm going around this curve and you're going around this curve, I got a split second to catch you throw it out that window. Right. And if in that split spec second I'm back here, I ain't going to see it. Right. And then they're doing it at night, too. There also seemed to be, a, you could, we're old enough to remember when almost everybody gave out a little bag to keep in your car and hang from the radio or cigarette mm -hmm. lighter to keep trash in. Remember they used to give those little, mm -hmm. there were advertisings and dealerships gave them out and stuff. They were kind of thick plastic. Mm -hmm. I don't ever see those anymore. Not as many. And if you, in the new cars and all that, you know, you don't really have many knobs no, now. So everything's buttoned. There's nothing to hang it on. So. Well, right. And here's uh, the thing. Every time you go to a fast food place, and I'm not knocking on fast food places, but when you go to a fast food place, they give you a trash bag. It's called the bag your food come in. Right. Now they throw that whole bag out. Right. Mm -hmm. And just real quick, back on the fines, the other reason the fine amount is set where it's at is we go through summary court. If the fine starts getting any higher and everything, we cannot go through summary court. We'd have to go to general sessions and jury trial, and it would cost the county and the state a whole lot more money. Am I correct, though, that, I mean, I know the fast food places do have their trash cans and stuff there, but... Public trash cans are not as plentiful as they used to be. They used to be, I mean, I mean, back in when Belvedere in its heyday, there were mm -hmm. cans all the way up and down through, not anymore. I mean, you start there's, looking there's for There's not quite as many as there used to be. Yeah. Uh, you know, one Still thing. People don't have to pay to have garbage hauled off. And, what about at the bus stop? This is a city, so I don't, this is mm -hmm. not y'all, but you know, the bus stops don't have trash cans. Yeah. And there's trash every, I mean, that's the perfect place for a trash, and the city's already got trucks riding around. <laughs> I mean, and that, that's something that I think needs to be addressed. Uh, and that's, like you said, that's it's a perfect it. place, and that's, that's something that needs to be addressed because those are some of the hot spots. Uh, you know, something I've learned through uh, the educational process sometimes, and, and one of the best places you ever went to was Disney World. And why was Disney World, why is it so clean? Uh, they had the staff to do it, but if you kind of notice, their receptacles were like 100 feet apart. Walt Disney himself, back in the day, went through the park, and was walking to watch how people did things and how far they would walk before they would just dump stuff. And he figured out it being 100 feet. Mm -hmm. And that that made a big difference. But that's a statement. The thing that we've got to change is people's character. And, you know, there's people that care and will go out here and pick up, unfortunately, other people's trash. Right. That's where we work with our adopt spots. Uh, that's what the county part does, adopt highway, which is state. Oh, that people volunteer to come pick up. But truthfully, they shouldn't have to do that. Right. If Who's in charge of that, though? If, no, if those people get their name on the sign and they don't pick it up, does anybody follow up on that? Or uh, Basically, our the Solid Waste Department, uh, gotcha. Keep America Beautiful, 
of Anderson County actually handles that. Uh, I'm over that also. So uh, they can call our office at 260-1001 if they're looking to adopt a a spot. If they're looking for adopt a highway, we'll be glad to get them in in touch with the people they need to speak with on that. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're in the process of developing new signs right now. Uh, they're trying to get approved and we're going to start putting those back out. I, I think right now we're sitting at about 42 adopt spot groups, uh, and trying to grow. So we need all the help we can get there. Right. So we definitely need any kind of help we can get with that because it's going to take volunteers. It's going to take staff from the county, staff from the state. Uh, you know, years, several years ago when there were major budget cuts, that's one of the things that were cut. The county is pushing hard to get back right. to we lost, work. We had to keep America beautiful it, and staff and everything. Exactly. Yeah. So the economy is getting better on our side uh, mm-hmm. in Anderson County. And I think you see that's where our council is pushing hard. And, you know, that's why we're having this meeting on Thursday. And right. uh, our council members are, are, are getting tough on trash. That's for sure. Right. And I think we've always been good at enforcement. You know, Jimmy Jackson used to go knock on people's doors all the time. Mm-hmm. He, he loves his favorite thing to do. <laughs> and... Uh, and we do like we knock on a lot of doors, yeah. uh, you know. And and people say that trash back in that that day was less than now. Well, right. the population has increased by how much? Right. How many? I remember back in those times there was one McDonald's up there at Belvedere where yep. you're speaking of. Yep. How many McDonald's do you have now? Right. Uh, there's so many more fast food type restaurants and. Well, uh, how hard is stores. it just to? I mean, people can pour their ice out. Nobody's going to take you for that. That's. And put your cup in the bag, and you've got dry trash. I mean, it's not that difficult to. Is there people? That's the other question. You're not supposed to throw anything out of the car. No, and I've got. I've had people ask me. Apple core. Apple core, banana peeling, and this yeah. is it illegal to throw that out the window. The straight answer, yes. Right. Now, goes to common sense. Am I going to charge you for something right. like that? Not necessarily. I'm going to say I'm not. If somebody's way out in the country somewhere and but if chunk you an apple core up in the woods. Yeah, every day. Right. And that's what I, this is the example when people ask me that. Right. This is the example I use. If somebody's coming by your house every day and they throw an apple, uh, apple peeling out in your yard every day, mm-hmm. do, would you like that? No. Right. Why? Because it's trash in my yard. Right. Then it's litter. You know, so technically, yes, it is illegal. Am I, have I pulled people over for it? Yes. Did I know that's what they threw out at that time? No. Right. It was a peach peeling or a banana peeling. Or, no, it was a peach pit. Yeah. Yeah. I just told them out. They, well, uh-uh, what you doing? But I didn't charge them. Just told them have a good day. Technically, you're not supposed to do that, but, you know, it was on the back road. Do we, are we starting to catch more people? Catch more people littering? Yeah, littering. <clears throat> Dump, going, dumping probably are, right? We, we, catch, we have more success finding people that dump. Right. Not not writing tickets, right. but finding the people that their 16-year-old son dumped the trash or whatever the case may be. We have more success on that than people throwing stuff out the window. Like I said before, they do it in the curb. I've been doing this 14 years now, and I've caught maybe 15 people throwing something out the window besides a cigarette. Right. Because they don't, they're going to do it at night. They're going to do it where there's nobody watching yeah, them. And if they see it's, you, they're definitely not going to. Yeah, if they see you, even in... I think you're always going to have that one person that does it, right. no matter what. But most of them are going to use, they do have brains in their heads, and they're going to be looking to make sure there's nobody around when they throw it. Well, they know it's wrong. And they're right. They know it's wrong. <laughs> yeah. And, it, you know, what it's going to boil down to on even slowing it down, you're going to have to have education. Right. At home, at school. Right. That's two. The third thing is people have to start having respect. If I respect you, I'm not going to throw trash on your property. I'm not going to rob you. I'm not going to steal from you yeah, because I respect you. And hopefully you respect me. It's going to be the same thing. Respect would solve a lot of problems in this nation. So, know? But until we get to that, maybe fines would be enough of a deterrent to... Well, yeah, the word getting out that, hey, we're not playing. We're going to write you these tickets, and you're going to go to court, and you're going to pay these tickets because, you know, it's, that's illegal, and it needs to stop. Right. Um, what about if you see somebody doing it? Can you rep- take a license tag and report it? Or, I mean, how does that work? I mean, I know that's kind of... You can report it to our dispatcher. You can call here. We re- prefer you to call dispatch. That way they can get the information in straight from the horse's mouth, per se. Right. Um, but unless you can identify that person who's driving that vehicle, all we can do is go talk to them. Right. Say, listen, 
the old vehicle was saw on this date, this time, this road, passenger window, McDonald's bag or some kind of fast food bag came out. Mm -hmm. Who was driving your vehicle at that time? Well, it could have been my son who was a passenger. So-and-so. And you go talk to the passenger and say, hey, if I'd been behind you, you'd be toting this instead of me talking to you. So, but even that can kind of put a little bit of fear of God in people a little right. bit. I think they're going to come look if somebody ain't driving my car. Right. You need to be more careful. Or even if you lie about it, you're going to throw it out next Well, you definitely get a little nervous when an officer pulls up in your yard. And starts and asking you, is this your car? And all that. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, you know, and, and sometimes we just go in and confess. And, yeah, I did. And, then, you know, we go from there. Uh, It'd be pretty good for the budget if we could catch more people, too, wouldn't it? It, it would help a little, but... The, fines are so small. Just for example, a hundred dollar ticket. By the time the county got right. their shit, it wouldn't be but like three bucks. Oh, and wow. don't quote me on the numbers right. there. Yeah, I, understand. It's, I understand. Not enough. To, it's not. It, it's it, not a money making thing. No, it kills yeah. me when yeah. I hear people talk about. Uh, oh well, they started writing more speeding tickets, or they started writing this because they need money. Mm -hmm. No, we don't. We don't get that much money off of it. Right. I mean, it was. You really got to figure. Fun. There's, you know, there's judges and master's courts and. Uh, administration things on that side yeah, of it. We're Anderson. So. We're not Turbeville. No. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it doesn't come directly to us. Yeah, right. We're, we're not this small town that writes a $50 ticket and they get all $50 of right. Before I forget, I wanted to ask y'all, remind everybody what if they're if they're hauling something in their truck, because I just hauled something in the convenience store my old work truck out there, what they're supposed to do. The, the law basically states that the co the load must be covered and right. secured. It's right. not just covered and it's not just secured. Okay. There's, there's been some confusion about that at some times. And, and that's one of those points where the officers would definitely be speaking with people at that time. We have all heard, ever since I was little, you cover your load. You've seen it on ads, whether it's on radio, whether it's on TV, in the newspaper, uh, web-type things, and, and on computers. I mean... Everybody knows you're supposed to cover that load. So if you uh, have if you have garbage in bags and you have a tarp over it, you're, you're in compliance. And yes. the tarp is secured. Well, yeah, yes. tied or but, bungeed or something. Right. Yeah. But we have to say that because I have pulled people over and they say, well, I had a tarp on it and the tarp blew off. Right. Well, you got to tie the tarp down. And that is one bag of trash or a full truck. What if you have um, garbage cans that are lidded? Strap the strap, lid down. Strap the lids down. You don't, need a, down. you don't need a tarp over that. No. Mm -hmm. Strap the lid down, lay the, the trash so can that's down, easy. That's or easy. stand the trash can up and secure it to where it don't move you got Just make sure. Your and the lid's mm -hmm. secured up. So and we but say, the basic thing is nothing can fly out. Right. <laughs> but we say tarp, bed sheet, quilt, chain link fence. What? Yeah. I don't care what it is right. as long as it's covered and secured to keep not only the loose litter because we have people that don't even tie their bags of trash. Right. They put it back there and cats and dogs get in it, crows get in it, put holes in it. So not only the loose litter, but the whole bags don't blow out. People say it's in a bag, it's not going to blow out of a truck. Come Christmas time, come birthday party, there's toilet paper in the bathroom. They put it in a bag, it don't weigh an ounce, mm -hmm. and the whole bag blows out. Right. So that's the reason the law is there. Common sense goes a long way, but every law is because somebody else does something to make it happen. Well, and also, it's, I mean, people can forget quickly, it's dangerous to put some loads of, you know, debris or if you've redone your roof and you're throwing well, shingles back there and stuff. And we've had people, it's, well, what about refrigerators, stoves, and scrap metal? Right. A tarp is not going to keep a refrigerator in the back of a truck. Right. It's got to be tied down. Right. Scrap metal. If it's big pieces of metal... It's got to be tied down. If it's little stuff, that can it needs to be tarp. Right. Everything, two by fours, has got to be tied down. People have been hurt back, from metal in this county. Right. I mean, that's if it's in the back of a truck, it's supposed to be covered and or secured. Trash bags are not considered a covering. Right. Well, I know, I know, that I've seen the officers at the convention centers. They're they're very good about educating people because if somebody comes in, usually they just say, "Hey, next time you got to have this covered." You know, they're not going to write you a ticket on the spot unless you're really violating some sort of. Yeah, most of the ones I've seen anyway coming in because I've been behind them when you know they're stopping mm -hmm. people because that's something people don't realize. Occasionally, there are people out there checking your load. Yeah, and, and like I said, we're we this is be true nice about other things and, and education is is it's not big. just trash in, in South Carolina. Everything's mm -hmm. got to be covered. I mean, if you're if a dump yep. truck hauling mm -hmm. sand or gravel or bags of clothes that you take into the get with. Yeah, but I mean, even builders and stuff, you got to cover the load. On, it's and, supposed to be covered. It's supposed to be covered. You know, one way, shape, form, or another. 
And I mean, it, it can be litter, but then again, like you said, it's a hazard. Uh, something flies out, you're driving down the road, you don't know what's flying out of the back, you're going to try to dodge it. You create an accident there, somebody runs in the ditch, somebody flips a vehicle, uh, metal especially. Uh, I think years ago I had heard about there was a someone up in like Clemson area and a piece of metal flew off and hit a brand new Corvette, guy flipped it and got killed. So wow. those kind of things happen. Right. So you need to think that you don't want a, a dirty environment. Right. And you got to think about safety of other people. And I mean, you know, whether it's one person behind you or a whole family driving behind you, the last thing you want to do is cause an accident. Right. And that's what these things cause. And that's why, you know, I've, I've heard many times, I only got one bag. Well, and it, there's no way it can fly out. Yes, there is. Right. Those, when you're flapping, when it's flapping in the wind, those bags do tear. That is a definite. I've seen it many, many times. Sergeant Hayes has seen it many, many times. Uh, if a bag of trash doesn't fly out, why do we find them on the side of the road here and there? Right. They do fly out uh, because it wasn't covered. It wasn't secured. So that's why it is like that. Uh, nobody's trying to be mean to anybody. It's well, no, just it makes, the point it just of... makes perfect sense. Exactly. Well, and but, the, you know, when we grew up, there is an education thing. Because I know when we grew up, most of us burned our trash. Mm-hmm. You had a couple of barrels out back, and you went up, and you had trash, you threw it in there and burned it, you know? Well, and they, we still have people burning trash now, and that is illegal. You're not right. supposed to do it. But the problem is, right now, what's happening is y'all brought your trash home, and you burn it. Yeah. Now the trash is going out the window. Right. I mean, that's the biggest problem we have is window trash. Is there trash blowing out the back of trucks? Yes. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. I pulled one over the other day. He had three bags of trash in the back of his truck. He wasn't even going to the dump. He drove past the dump and a piece of blue paper blew out. Walked up, looked in the back of his truck. One of his bags was not even tied. It was wide open. That's the reason. Where was he going? Going back home, I guess. You said you can't burn trash. The only thing you can burn, I guess, is like... Natural debris. Yeah, yeah, limbs and stuff and leaves and stuff. You can't burn trash. You can't grow it, you can't burn it. So you can't burn trash anymore. Cannot burn trash. Cannot burn uh, treated lumber, painted lumber. But like I said, if it ain't natural, you're not supposed to be burning. That's something good for people. I don't think most people know that. Well, and it's been a law since... They think in the city you can't burn it, but in the county you still burn Right, that's what a lot of people... But it's, it's, it's law all over. It's been law since like the 50s. And you got to think about the dangers of burning stuff. Because cans aerosol cans, uh, old gas can, and, and things like that. People it, are stupid, though, with old gas cans, though, with limbs and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> they think they can put kerosene on a bunch of limbs and light it or something. Or, yep. you know, just... Something like the dogs throw a little gas on it, and yeah. uh, that's dangerous when you singe the hairs on your head or yeah, I take people, your eyebrows people off. been burnt many times by doing that. That's right. hey, y'all It's the old this. way, but it's, it's definitely not the right way. Right. Uh, landfill's doing okay? Our landfill's still got some space? Yep. We're, we're fine there. Got good many years there. Uh, the county's trash goes to Anderson Regional Landfill, which is owned by Waste Connections. We have a contract with them. Uh, they... You know, we all get inspected by DHEC and have to follow those kind of rules and regulations. So right. uh, all those are pretty good there. So uh, we, we've we got the landfill space. However, uh, you know, nobody wants a landfill in their backyard. Right. And people ask me all the time, why should I recycle? And do you want a landfill in the backyard? That's, you know. I, How is our recycling going? Uh, we're getting better and better. That's uh, the numbers are going up on that. Unfortunately, the... The recycling, the revenues off of it have dropped majorly this year. Uh, it, it was time, taking time, it to make money off of them or something. Uh, yeah, I mean, we use it to supplement our. No, I mean, some people are taking theirs to get money for their. True, uh, metal's been one of the major things for the years. Uh, metal was going up and up and up, but it's, it's had a major crash this year. Uh, so that may be slowing down a little bit. What kind of metal do they take out there? Anything from washing machines and refrigerators to old fence, uh, any kind of metal whatsoever. Now, copper is one of the biggest things. And unfortunately, that's, it was one of the biggest things that people like to go rob right. and, and take and, and try to make money off of it and all that. And Sheriff's Department has put things out there with uh, having to get permits to do certain things like that. Uh, if you bring it in, too, they're, they're kind of tracking it a little better to find out. Make sure people ain't just stealing it and, and all that. But other than the big metal, everything else seems to be trending up. 
Uh, it's kind of holding about, about level right okay. now. Okay. So it, it did drop some. Not, Remind not people what bad. they can recycle at our recycling centers and where they're at. Basically, we definitely want your cardboard, oh. uh, plastics. And a lot of times you'll see number one and two, but uh, that's kind of what we use as, as a gauge, uh, which basically is your plastic bottles, uh, Coca-Cola, Pepsi bottles, uh, those kind of things, detergent bottles. Uh, and we ask that you please try to wash them out if you can before you bring them to us. Aluminum cans, steel cans. Uh, we're definitely one of the, the places that take glass, uh, green glass, clear glass, and brown glass. We'll even take the blue glass that is in bottles. If it's a window pane or something like that, that's actually a, a CND product right, right. there. So uh, that's the thing. We've got mixed paper, newspaper, and all that. We, we do take that. Uh, we will take uh, used oil, uh, used and freeze it. At some of our major sites, we do take that. Uh, mixed oil and gas at some of our major sites, like boat oil and chainsaw-type gas and oil, we take those. But the, most of the convenience centers will do the plastic and glass and cans have yes. a place to recycle. Yes. So when you drop your trash off, you can just drop all, those bags. All of them do that. Right. The only site that is different is White Street. They will not take your metal okay. as far as your big metal because it's not set up for it. And then your unmanned sites will not take big metal. Right. Y'all think these kind of forums are a good thing to keep people reminded of what needs to happen? Because it seems it's been a while since we've had one. Yeah. I know it, we had that litter definite, summit, but it wasn't really in, for people. So it was more for groups, you know? It, it was a huge thing. And I mean, the litter summit was for everybody. It was, uh, but it was in the middle of the day and people yeah. they couldn't get out there to it. That was, you know, this was at night. And it's mm -hmm. a, and I think the fact that a citizen initiated this is pretty important. Exactly. Uh, we need citizen participation. Uh, these sessions need to be held at, like you said, in the evenings and all that. At, at the litter summit, I believe we had it like at six or seven o'clock, and had we had hot dogs for that one, right? Uh, for the one that we did for the big pickup for the Anderson County cleanup and all that, right? And definitely want to remind this coming April, we'll be doing the same thing, right? Uh, we'll be having a, another summit, another uh, cleanup on the. We're still looking at the date. It's either going to be like April second or April sixteenth, uh, right. and we're going to lock that date in. Uh, to get volunteers to help clean up the roads, we'll basically do it from 8 to 1 o'clock. Uh, so that'll give our crews in the afternoon trying to get out there and get those bags picked up as quick as possible. Uh, so we will be doing that. Now, they, do they recycle the stuff, like cans and stuff, when they're doing that, or is it just too much work to try to... Really, right, at that time, we're just trying to get the litter off the road. Trying to get the, the junk roads. off the road, yeah. Uh, yeah, gotcha. it would... That would cause a, a little more havoc, and when you got and you actually have a few issues. few folks out there kind of picking you. They already pick the cans. Metal, you cans you don't really have much problem with cans. And you see guys uh, out, and I think, man, he's picking up trash. I know he's picking exactly. up cans. You know, mm -hmm. but the I mean, just like this Thursday night, it, it's a great thing with the community, mm -hmm. uh, and we'll we'll keep continuing to do these type of things. So. Well, sounds uh, like everybody's going to be there. So I look forward to seeing you out there. I appreciate it. We'll definitely be out there and that answer questions and, and help where we can and hopefully get uh, a few more people to adopt the spot or adopt the highway because uh, we need all those that we can get great thanks guys appreciate it appreciate it and those guys greg and Sergeant hayes do a great job and keep helping keep our county clean and also our trash a good place to recycle and organize so do what you can to help them if you love where you live uh, let's keep our roadsides free of garbage uh, if you see a litter bug you can get their tag number in a description of the vehicle and call 864-260-4444 and report the person who does not respect where we live. Every little bit will help, and I think it will get people's attention if people start turning them in if they see them tossing out trash. And it is a new year, and it is a great time to start recycling paper, plastic, metal, glass. It will help keep our landfills from filling up too quick with stuff that can be reused and recycled. So our, our convenience centers make that really easy here in Anderson County. Just sort out your trash and take it out there. And they'll show you where to toss each one of those bags you've sorted at the centers. Folks out there have always been real helpful to me. I do want to remind everybody that the Anderson Observer podcast is made possible by Sullivan's at Brookstone, Anderson's best spot for lunch and dinner Thursday through Friday, and lunch on Wednesday through Sunday. Yep, that's right. Sullivan's lunch on Sunday at Brookstone. You can check them out on their Facebook page, Sullivan's at Brookstone or at SullivanBrookstone.com. It's the same great folks, Bill Nickus and his folks, that, that run Sullivan's Metropolitan Grill downtown, another Anderson institution guy who helped really bring the renaissance of downtown Anderson. 
The Villain folks are always first in line to help out folks in need and to help charities here in our area. And Sullivan's Metropolitan Grill has received acclaim from all over the country. Been written up many times in national magazines, one of the top award-winning restaurants and one of the top two restaurants in Anderson County in a recent poll. They've been there 18 years. Um, I'm talking about a recent nationwide poll, one of the top two restaurants in the state. Uh, if you're going to come to South Carolina, Sullivan's Metropolitan Grill is one of the places you want to go. And Sullivan's at Brookstone has that same great food. Give them a visit and tell them you heard about it right here on The Observer. That's about it for this week. Next week, we'll be talking about the museum's Midwinter Gala and a couple of other things that are going on. Plus, we'll talk about the roads in Anderson County and what's going on there to get those fixed. An update on the demolition of the old Bell building and Woolworth building. We're going to be down there and videoing that, so we'll have some more information on that when it happens. All this on the Anderson Observer Podcast, news from people you trust. Until next week, get out and do something to make Anderson a better place. Something without one love Bears heavy on my mind Then I look at you And the world